Igori Vaishnava Gurupan Prabhupada Jai. Shri Dharaji Gopal Ki Jai. Shri Chaitanya Charitamrita Ki Jai. Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Ki Jai. Gaur Premande. So, good evening, everyone. We continue our reading, discussion from Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita. And um, in our last discussion, we heard how Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami, in the context of giving a synopsis of the Adi Lila, moved from the esoteric reason for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's advent to the exoteric reason. So he came for two reasons, and inside of those are other developed developments, um, but two basic reasons. Internal reason to explore and experience ultimately the love of Radha for himself, for from her perspective, and externally at the call of Dwaita, which is a very compassionate uh, voice. We heard how he was the leader of the devotees, the Vaishnavas, in Bengal, and his house was a meeting place. There they would gather for Krishna Kata, talks about Krishna, and Krishna Kirtan. And Advaita would lead the discussions from the Bhagavat and from the Gita. And uh, it was emphasized here that um, his discussions always um, were true to the Bhakti Siddhanta, the, conclu- the, the Bhakti perspective on the texts, the straightforward reading of the text. And the paths of yoga and gyan and karma and so forth were um, spoken about in relation to bhakti in such a way as that the excellence of bhakti could be was was brought out. <coughs> this is, of course, the the whole uh, Bhagavatam is about. We know from the text itself that Nard chastised. Vyas for not speaking directly enough about bhakti that people might be confused and and think that the paths of yoga, jnana, karma were uh, equal to or perhaps more important than the path of bhakti. There's there's a lot of confusion about whether jnana is superior to bhakti, not amongst us, but amongst some, some readers, thinkers, and transcendentalists. Uh, but anyway, the Bhagavatam is is um, clearly <clears throat> focused on on bhakti, and so um, the still essence of that book, the Chaitanya Charitamrita, obviously is as well. And here, the person of Advaita is introduced with this type of explanation: how he was preoccupying himself prior to the descent of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, <clears throat> and we know that um, Advaita is, is, is a particular manifestation of the, of the Mahavishnu and the Leela of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And Mahavishnu is that face of the Godhead that constitutes really the personification of Narayan's desire to bestow mukti upon others, to show compassion. So he's the veritable reservoir of compassion. We talked a little bit about this and how ourselves being drops, if you will, 
the ocean of that which is Advaita Charya, <clears throat> his parts and parcels, those upon who are worthy of compassion, upon whom the uh, uh, Bhagavan can bestow mukti and have his desire to taste compassion fulfilled. This is our role in the Leela. <clears throat> um, that we ourselves have the capacity for compassion. Indeed, that is the, the, the quality in this world by which the Vaishnavas are most known. Paradukaduki kripambuti. They have no sorrow for themselves. They are kleshagni, even in the sadhana bhakti. They're overcoming attachment. Attachment is the cause of suffering, so they're free from suffering proportionately. But the suffering remains, and this is what we heard about it, that he was... He was blissful hearing um, and chanting about Krishna and Namsan Kirtan, discussing the Bhagavad and the Gita from the Bhakti perspective. Bodhayantas Parasparam, Katayantas Chamamnicham, Tushanticha, He was described in terms of this verse of the Gita. And Satadam Kirtayantamam. Gitantas Chadravata, so forth. Um, taking great pleasure in hearing and chanting about Krishna, mutually enlightening one another is the an, is is description of the exchange between uh, devotees and so forth. So he had no sorrow, but a sorrow welled up in his heart for others who were not taking to um, Krishna Bhakti. Now it's uh, besides the overall um, position of Mahavishnu as, as I'm speaking about him as the personification of of um, compassion, the form of the Lord, the form in which the Lord really tastes the compassion in his Shristi Lila. And Mahavishnu is, is also the, the person, the, the divinity through whom the Yuga avatars appear and all the avatars. He is the first incarnation, the avatar. We have the Prakash in the Panchatattva that is headed by Nityananda Prabhu, the first manifestation of Krishna hmm, that is of a different uh, complexion and disposition, although equally Bhagawan, he is, has a serving attitude um, and so forth. And from him, there are various expansions, both in Goloka as Mahasankarshan and uh, and then in, in Dwarka as well, in Mutra and Dwarka, and then in the Vaikuntas also. But then, again, with this moment of, of, of compassionate heart, then there is the manifestation of Mahavishnu. So that is the, the, now from Vaikuntha, from the Paravyam, descending into the Ekapad Vibhuti, the material existence. So in this sense, he's the first avatar. And then so many avatars appear through him. Of course, there's the, there's the three, the Purusha avatars. He's the first. Then comes the Kabodaksha Vishnu, the Chirodaksha Vishnu. And then the world is set up, so to speak. And, and then the different avatars of Vishnu come, Baraha, Nishrina, and so forth. And uh, they're all instrumental in the bestowing of compassion upon the... Um, 
the devotees, the jivas. <clears throat> they keep the current of bhakti alive in the world. And in this regard, in particular, of course, uh, or as well, I should say, but it's highlighted, perhaps, he is then the divinity through whom the yuga avatars come. And it's now just at the at the dawning in the sandhyam between the sandhyam is like the dawn or the, the noon or the, the dusk that in between time between the end of the Dwapa Yuga and the beginning of the Kali Yuga. And so it's the time for the Yuga Avatar. Some confusion about that is there because as we mentioned the other day in the Mahabharata where there's the the thousand names of Vishnu are given. One of the names of Vishnu is what? Who's that? Hmm? Triyuga. Triyuga means three yugas. So it would imply that he only comes in three yugas, not in the Kali Yuga. Hmm? And this was the confusion of Sarvabhama Bhattacharya. I think we mentioned it in Jagannath Puri when he was seeking to instruct Mahaprabhu and informed by his brother-in-law Gopinath, he can instruct him, he's Bhagwan. Sarvabhuma replied, there is no Bhagwan appearing in Kali Yuga, therefore he's named Triyuga. Hmm. Of course, there's a famous verse in the seventh canto of the Bhagavatam from the mouth of Prahlad, where, where this name, Vishnu Triyuga, is, is invoked, hmm. and Chanakalo. It's mentioned that he's Triyuga because in Kali Yuga he appears in a covered way. Apparently, Sarvabhama didn't know that verse from the Bhagavatam, <laughs> but Gopinath did. <clears throat> and um, it's, of course, an important verse for us. But the point here is that it was the time for this covered Yuga Avatar. Hmm. Um, and the time of his descent happened to correspond, correspond with the internal reasons for Krishna's descent. So, this upsurge of the feelings of Krishna in pursuit of the uh, love of Radha, to experience that from her perspective, her love for him, corresponded the ideas with the time of the Yuga Avatar. And so, therefore, here it's mentioned that Tarasange. Ananda Kori Vaishnaviragon, Krishna Kata Krishna Puja Nam Sankirtan. They were doing Nam Sankirtan, Kintu Sarva Lokadeki Krishna Bohimuk, Vishai Nimagna Lokadeki Paiduk. Still, he had some sorrow in him, Advaita, despite the blissful engagement. Lokera Nishtar Hetu Karina Chintana, Kemate Esha Bloker Hoibetaram. Seeing the condition of the world, he began to lament and think of a solution. And what? Krishna avatari korin bhaktira vishtar tobita sakaloker huibenistar. So he had the idea hmm, that he needed to make Krishna, cause Krishna to descend, to distribute bhakti. And only by that then would the people be liberated. Now, this is peculiar because. Krishna, as we as we hear from the sacred text, does not appear in every Kali Yuga, hmm? and um, 
or he does, excuse me, but not Krishna himself. I mean, there's a yuga avatar for Kali Yuga, uh, sometimes in some texts referred to as Gornarayan, but this is a special time, a special Kali Yuga, in which Krishna himself is coming in the role of the yuga avatar because the time of the yuga avatar's appearance and it happens to be corresponding with the, the time in which Krishna is uh, experiencing his internal esoteric uh, desires and reasons for descending. So, the way this seems well connected, if you will, <laughs> because he didn't call for the, the ordinary yuga avatar, and for that matter, what is he doing in the world? Mahavishnu is there in his role overseeing the Shristi Lila, but what is he doing appearing on earth in human-like form? Mahavishnu doesn't have a human-like form. Mm-hmm. So, of course, the Dwaita is there to facilitate, as we heard, along with Haridas, Jagannath Mishra, Sachimata, Chandrasekhar Charja, mm-hmm. Nityananda Prabhu, and so forth, the Guru Paribar of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the elders. Mm-hmm. Um, first, they had to descend and be participants in Naralila, if there is to be a Naralila, or a human-like Lila. Um, of course, Krishna's Lila is, is human-like. This is Krishna coming again as a devotee of himself, but it's, it's human-like, if not more human-like. Hmm? Human-like um, in terms of uh, the Sadaka Deya, I guess we could say. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Lila is, uh, is personifying that, how to be a perfect Sadaka. In either way, as a householder or as a sannyasi, he showed the example for both. Mahabharata hmm. describes him as such. These names correspond with his household lilas in Navadvip and his sannyas lila in, in Jagannath Puri and other parts of India. Hmm. Bhakti Banod, it was who wrote Grihijana Shikshaka, Nashikulanaya. He was the perfect teacher by example as a householder and the hero, and thereby example also of the sannyasis in his sannyas lila. So it's it's human like and 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 so he needs a father, he needs a mother, he needs a, he needs elders, he needs a guru. And the Param Guru, and so on and so forth. So Ishwapuri, Madhavindapuri, you've been mentioned, and Veta amongst, amongst them. as And he's now being further described as the leader in Navadweep, uh, Shantipur, where he resided, um, within the circle of Gota, the Gota Mandala, the leader of the Vaishnavas there. So, Advaita doesn't doesn't know that he's Mahavishnu entirely. We find that, uh, as I said in a previous class, Gaudiyas were very astute in their um, understanding of Krishna and that they understood that if Krishna was to descend, his, then his associates had to be with him. 
And of course, in due course, they found out that they were the associates, so they would move in and out of such an understanding. Hmm? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna. No, he's just our our hometown uh, associate. Hmm? Now he's become a big sannyasi. Hmm? Still, we should go and visit him in Puri on the on the plea of observing Chaturmasya there, and so on and so forth. So. Um, so here is Advaita, a particular uh, form of Mahavishnu appearing, incarnating further, and knowingly or unknowingly, in the role of the Yuga-Avatar, calling now for the Yuga-Avatar to come, but calling not the ordinary Yuga-Avatar, but Krishna himself to come. So this is a special... Lila in a special advent in 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 the Kali Yuga where a special opportunity is bestowed. Rupa Goswami described it in his dramas. Um, I keep I don't know if it was Lita Vidagdamadava or Vidagdamadava. I can't recall now. I think the Vidagdamadava. Anarpitacharin charat this verse was taken from Rupa Goswami, and Rupa Goswami spoke it in the presence of Mahaprabhu at, his requ- at the request of various devotees in Puri who Mahaprabhu was introducing him to. When Rupa Goswami came to Jagannath Puri, he lived with Haridas. Mahaprabhu would go and give his darshan to Haridas every day, and when Rupa Goswami was present, he invited the other devotees, Ramananda, and others to come with him and meet the great poet Rupa Goswami. His name is Rupa. Rupa means form, but it means beauty also. He is, of course, Rupa Manjari in the Nityalila of Krishna. And here Rupa means beautiful. It is thought that Rupa Goswami as Rupa Manjari is an incarnation of the beauty of Radharani. And the poet of par excellence, and Mahaprabhu wanted to um, showcase his his poetry to persons like Ramananda, who wrote Jagannath Balabhanataka. He was a poet, a kavi, hmm? and it was Jagan, it was Ramananda who asked after Mahaprabhu introduced this is Rupa Goswami. He has written two two dramas. Hmm? His poetry is so nice that even his penmanship is worth noting. He said it. it it flows on the page like like rows of pearls hmm? on the string. And uh, so the learned Ramananda asked, let's hear this verse, let's hear this verse, verses that would correspond with the type of verses that needed to be there from the poetic uh, standards of aesthetic considerations in any drama. One of the verses, of course, is, is the verse glorifying the presiding deity. And Rupa Goswami began to chant, Anarpita Charim Charat Karnayabhatina Kalosam Arpaitam Unachojurasam Sabhakti Sriyam Hari Purata Sundra Dutti Kadamba Sandipitaha Sadharadaya Kandaves Purata Sachinandana And Mahaprabhu turned to him Embarrassed, such you know, that's me you're talking about. What kind of nonsense is this you're writing in your book? 
and with such praise, hmm, who comes in Kali Yuga, hmm, Anarpita Charim Charat, that was, which is Anarpita, seldom given, seldom bestowed, Anarpita Charim Charat, hmm, not for a long, long time, not since the previous time, within time, when this Leela manifested on, in, the, in the world. Anarpita Charim Charat, descending in the Kali Yuga. Anarpita Charim Charat, Karnayabhatinakalo, Samarpayitam. And giving was not being bestowed, he bestowed in a big way, Samarpayitam, Unatosurasam, Sabhaktisriyam. That uh, those precious, precious treasure of uh, of rasa, the brightest jewel of rasa, it was his own uh, pursuit, his own bhakti, bhakti sriyam, hmm? um, descended to this. So this is a spe- very special benediction. Now this is important because it's one of the reasons we can invoke to make the case uh, with regard to the philosophical point that bhakti is not inherent. Hmm. Energy of bhakti is bestowed. Hmm. This is a particular type of bhakti that Chaitanya is bestowing on the world. Basically, he's bestowing braj bhakti, and in the context of that, unatojvala ujvala. Ujvala means madriya rasa. Unatu ujvala. It's a special kind of um, uh, madriya rasa. In Rupa Goswami's Bhaktivarasamrita Sindhu, he, he, he explains two types of kam, of, of Kamanuga Bhakti, hmm? uh, or Madhurya Rasa, the type in which one desires union directly with Krishna, and the one in which one desires to connect with the bhav, bhava of one who is a leading lady. Hmm? And, of course, the Jiva Goswami comments that the latter is is more, more, more desirable. This is, uh, and the full face of that, there are different expressions of that, but the full face of that is, is the um, Madhurya Rasa, or excuse me, is the, is the, is the, um, the, um, the Manjari Bhava, the Bhava of Rupa Goswami himself. He doesn't come out and talk about it in, in, in such uncertain terms, in Bhaktivarasamrita Sinha, neither in Ujbal Nilmani. And some people have misunderstood and thought, well, he hasn't emphasized it there in any any way, particularly. I mean, he does say, I believe it's him, or maybe Jiva Goswami says in his commentary of the two, this one is preferable, this this uh, Tadbhava, rather than Tadbhavi, the desire for tasting the bhava of the leading lady, rather than... Um, uh, some bogi to the desire for direct union with Krishna. That should be understood, incidentally, the, the desire for union with Krishna, but also to be selfless. This is all in Vrindavan. They, you know, because they, Krishna wants to have union with different gopis. So. But at any rate, uh, Rupa Goswami is not, doesn't appear to be emphasized again. Some modern uh, devotees have reasoned, well, you know, it's just one of the bhavas. But, of course, that's why we we 
are, are quick to point out that while Rupa Goswami is the Abhideya Acharya, teaching the way, the way in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu and the way in Ujjwal Nilamani, his main books, he's written Leela Granthas as well, so forth, but, um, and there also the way is showcased. But, um, but he is not such in temperament that in speaking about the way which he himself exemplifies in in the full sense of the term, I'm going to say, and and I'm the best example. This is not the way of the devotees. So where do we turn to to find this out? Raghunathas Goswami, his follower, who uh, who's writing, um, focuses on the prayogen, so we feel him to be the prayogen tattvacharya. So the goal, the highest ideal of Gaudiya Vaishnavism, that's what he's writing about, and he's very clearly writing that this, this, this Manjari Bab is the highest ideal of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Hmm? This is how the jivas can taste, come as close to tasting what Mahaprabhu himself, Krishna himself, came to taste. It's slightly different, but he won't taste the Bhava of Radha. You may taste that not by becoming Radha, as he was successful in doing, but by attaching ourselves to to her um, service as a handmaiden is the idea. So... Uh, we, we, we get that from from, from Raghunathas Goswami. Oh, what Rupa Goswami is, personifies, but that's the ideal. He's the leader hmm, on that side for the uh, jivas and Gaudiya Vaishnavism coming in the, following in the wake of, of, of the, um, the particular kind of Madhurya Rasa that is... Um, that is that, that that constitutes anarpita. No, excuse me. That constitutes unata ujvala. Again, ujvala means madurasa, and unata ujvala, a special kind of madurasa. And we find it also, of course, in the faithful work of Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami, the Chaitanya Charitamrita. Faithful it is to the Goswamis, as I said before. What the Gita is to the Mahabharat. What is to Chaitanya Charitamrita? Ramananda Sambhad. Hmm? Ramananda Sambhad is, is about two things. What are the two things that Ramananda Sambhad, the conversation between Ramananda Roy and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, what are the two things that it's about? What's the highest goal in the way that's being? Sadhya and Sadhana. Right. What is the Sadhya? What is the goal? And Sadhana. What's the way to attain it? Hmm? And so there's a gradation that he goes through of goals and and of course money methods, and he comes to the conclusion that, that this way of the sakis, and of course in mentioning the sakis, he, he says something about them. Saki is a general word; it means a female friend here. Um, so it could be looked at in different ways. There are different types of saki bhav, hmm? different types of sakis. Even the, even the Priyanarma Sakas, the boyfriends of Krishna, who are involved in his romantic affairs, assisting him, their their love is, is referred to as Rupa Goswami as Sakibhav. Hmm? But he describes the Sakibhav in particular in one verse, 
where he says what? These sakis, they never desire to have direct union with Krishna. Hmm? Some sakis, like Alita, Vishaka, they're Paramaprashta sakis, or they're uh, assistants, Priyasakis. Hmm? They have desire for union with Krishna. They know Krishna takes pleasure in that. Radha has desire to see them make union, have union with Krishna also. Hmm? So at times they have union with Krishna. They're not some bog itcher. That's not their desire. They're the friends of Radha. They, these are other types of gopis, saki. Other, she has different types of friends. They want to assist her, but there are occasions when they will have direct union with Krishna according to his desire, according to her desire and so forth. But the Manjaris, they'll never do that. Even Radha says, oh, you should, uh, if Krishna approaches you, uh, they never allow that. Hmm? The implication, of course, is that their position, in their position, they're tasting everything that Radha is tasting, that, which is more than anyone else can taste by direct union with Krishna. Therefore, their position is already superior to any other type of, uh, any other attempt to or any other union with Krishna, direct union with Krishna. So, um, so anyway, Krishna Skabharash Goswami has said, and we should be clear on this. I've said before, Nityananda Prabhu is broadcasting this, and more than anyone else, putting attention on Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And so, as a byproduct of that, some people will find themselves attached. Some great devotees have been attached to Nityananda Prabhu, and, and so his, his Sakyabhava is also flowing in the in the Gaudi Sampradaya. <clears throat> um, but philosophically, theologically speaking, this is the highest uh, gift of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He gives the gift of Braj Bhakti. Hmm? But when it says Unata Ujvala, Ujvala means Madarasa. Rupa Goswami's book is called the sequel to Gaudi to Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, Ujvala Nilmani. In Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, Rupa Goswami goes through all five aesthetic forms of aesthetic rapture Shantaras, Dasaras, Sakya, Vatsalya, and Madhurya. Hmm? And the section on Madhurya is perhaps the smallest. Hmm? There he's writing in a general way from Tatastavichara, stepping back from it and writing from a neutral position. But in the sequel, Ujvalnilmani, it's all about Madhura Rasa. And a little bit about Sakyarasa, first two chapters. As much as the Sakyarasa is involved in Madhuri Rasa, that's also included in Ujvalinamani. Hmm? So, so the word Ujval, Ujval Nilmani, Nil means mm, blue and Mani means gem. So, it's uh, like the, it's about the, uh, the, The gem, the blue gem of of Rasa, that's, that's, that's Krishna. Here the words are in the verse of Rupa Goswami, Unata Ujvala. Hmm? Unata Ujvala. So the highest, the brightest jewel of Madhurya Rasa. Hmm? And uh, so the point here is that, that this is a special benediction. Hmm? And if bhakti is inherent within every jiva, and therefore you have Nishringa bhakti and you have Ram bhakti and somebody has this bhakti and that bhakti and 
it's inherent, some people have dasya and patsa, then who's going to get the benediction? Only those who have it inherent within them? Hmm? And how do you give something that's already there? Right? And so it's really a special time. Hmm? Sometimes it's thought, oh, jivas have some capacity for dasya bhakti within them. We say they have the capacity to love. We don't say dakti, dak, bhakti, bhakti is inherent, but they have the capacity to love. Hmm? Their, their source, as we're hearing, is, is the Mahavishnu. Hmm? Mahavishnu wants to bestow bhakti. That means dasya bhakti, vaikuntha, dasya shanta bhakti. Dasya bhakti really wants to bestow. Hmm? Here Mahaprabhu was, Krishna's coming in the place of the Yuga Avatar and opening the doors not to Vaikuntha. We say that Narayan is compassion. He has a moment of compassion. He wants to bestow a mukti. There's no one to bestow it on. Apparently Krishna has a similar moment, and it's described in Chaitanya Charitamrita, that his his idea is, ah, there's that whole world there, hmm? and in that whole world we find people worship me, they probably think me to be the eighth avatar of Vishnu or something, and they worship me for different reasons. They worship me to get things, they worship me to get liberation, they worship me in awe and reverence. And and high end of that is to worship me in awe and reverence, but it just doesn't do anything for me. It's not what I'm about. That's for my majestic form, of Narayan and Vaikuntha, but it just doesn't do anything for me. I like it when my devotees say, Hey, buddy, who do you think you are? I can defeat you in wrestling. Hmm? I like it when my mother chastises me and says, Why are you acting like this, behaving like this? Hmm? All the neighbors are complaining. Hmm? And when my lover won't let me into the, into the forest bower, all these types of behavior... I find this to be more pleasing than the Vedas recited perfectly. Hmm? These, this type of talk I like. Hmm? Hey, buddy, who do you think you are? Hmm? I can defeat you. This, this I, I very find very, very charming. Hmm? As we say, there's much majesty or Aishwarya in Vrindavan and throughout the Bhagavatam. Bhagavatam. But if properly understood, the Aishwarya of the Bhagavatam is all there to showcase the Madhurya. Hmm? It's all there. For this purpose. And and that is why we could see Chaitanya Charitamrita is the distilled essence of the Bhagavatam. Hmm? Bhagavatam is about the, this love of Vrindavan, and here is Krishna in Vrindavan, Chaitanya Charitamrita saying, I'd like to give this to people, but no, no, it's like they don't have any interest in me. I should go. I should bring my Leela to the world hmm? and showcase this kind of love of my, of my, of my friends, of my parents, of, of my romantic uh, counterparts, and and uh, and, and bestow the opportunity for people of the world to associate with me in this way. So this is a, this is 
something like Mahavishnu's desire to be compassionate, still mukti. It has some, some, some place in, uh, in in Krishna Leela as well. This is a, but this is a very special occasion, and this is the private life of Krishna, right? So, so he comes, and then of course he comes. And in his human-like Leela, he gets thrown off balance in terms of his desire to bestow this on others because the nature of Leela is such that it's, it's so beautifully played out in, in human life that in a, in a Nara Leela, the human-like Leela, Krishna gets this picture of Radha's love for him um, that causes him to take like a double take and then and then desire to to taste that that uh, that love from her vantage point himself and so another Leela is required to taste that and in the context of that fulfill his initial ambition to bestow this upon everybody because in Christian Leela he doesn't show how to do it. He kind of does in the Bhagavad Gita. says a few things about it. talks about it. says, they do kirtan. Offer me a fruit, a flower, a leaf. Always think of me. Anandischintayantomam patam pushpam palam toyam satatam kirtayantomam But in the Leela of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu he comes and teaches how by example. Many times he said, example speaks louder than precept. So in a very loud way, he shows the way. This is his, his, his lila as a sadhaka. Very, so you can see, Krishna really wanted to bestow this opportunity upon others. But his own Nara Leela got, confused him, so to speak. Seeing the measure of Radha's love and I'm the Rasaraj, I came to bestow this. Wait a minute. And I'm indebted to this type of love from the Gopikas, and this I should give to the world. In particular, this is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So it's a, point is, it's a very, it's a, excuse me, my hand on the microphone. It's a special benediction, a special gift, a gift. So it's, it's not something we already have, and anyone can get it, right? The most unqualified. So it's good, some good reasoning I offer you as to, in support of this point, that the bhakti rasa, the jiva, is not something that's part of its constitution. Its constitution is such that, it, that if the opportunity for bhakti rasa is bestowed, it can take advantage of it. Not like the Maya Shakti. It can take advantage of that. It has the capacity to love. Samananda. So a special gift and Advaita is part of this in a big way. The Mahavishnu gets a special role now. Again, Mahavishnu is the, is the form of Narayan. Mm-hmm. That through which he fulfills his desire to bestow mukti. And and what is it way to then? That Mahavishnu taking a form, a human-like form, 
in which he can be part of bestowing Unatil Ujvalarasa, the mellows of Braj, and the highest mellows of Braj. So for this, Krishna has to come. No avatar of Krishna can give this, obviously. Krishna is, one of his qualities is Prema Madhurya, that he's uh, surrounded by devotees endowed with extraordinary praying of a sweetness, sweet type, not of an Aishvarya type, like you find in Vaikuntha. So no other avatar has this quality. It's said even Narayan doesn't have this quality. Krishna has the four qualities, Madhurya qualities, Venu Madhurya, Lila Madhurya, Rupa Madhurya, and Prem Madhurya. Sweet flute. Narayan doesn't play the flute. Sweet form means human-like form. Narayan has a forearm form, majestic form. Um, Lila Madhurya, sweet Lila's, very charming, right? Compared to Narayan's Lila's, right? In all of his avatars, there's no comparison. Therefore, the Krishna Lila's captivates the whole of India, hmm? showcased in the Bhagavatam. Therefore, the Bhagavatam is the most popular of all the Puranas. Without even, there's no comparison. Translated in, there's 80 different Sanskrit commentaries on the Bhagavatam. Scholars in the, in, in, in the spiritual tradition recognize it. You can't find probably one Sanskrit commentary on the on the Brahmanda Purana or the Kurm Purana, or this Purana, Kalki Purana, or that that Purana. And translated now into many languages, the Bhagavatam around the world. I think it first appeared in, in French or, and, and in German and in English and so many, thanks to my Guru and his mission, the Paribara, our Paribara of Bhaktivinoda, so many languages. But the whole of India captivated by the stories of Krishna. Only comparatively, the only thing to compare it with is the, the captivation with Ram, Ram like Leela, human like Leela also. Ramchandra Ram, 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 Ramayana. So charming Leelas and so Leela Madhurya and Prema Madhurya. Surrounded by devotees endowed with a special kind of love. And so no other avatar has this, not even Narayan. So they cannot bestow it. So Krishna must come. So Dvaitas, like I said, he's well connected. He's calling for the Yuga avatar, but he's calling for Krishna to come personally. Hmm? Yes, it's Kali Yuga, so we need a special power, but I mean, every Kali Yuga is there. Advaita seem, would seem powerful enough to do it. Mahavishnu can do it. Hmm? But no, he's calling Krishna. So, he understands. He knows or he doesn't know. He doesn't know by Yoga Maya. Hmm? Otherwise, he knows. Hmm? This is a special Leela, and I'm part of it. Hmm? So, Krishna. Avatarite acharja patigna koriya, Krishna puja kore tulasi, kanga jal diya. And this was his method. How in the heck is he going to call Krishna? This is the question. For, for, for the Narayana, for the Vaikuntha uh, expansions to make the sand, this, this is not a big thing. Hmm? But he's going to call Krishna to come, personally. And he already just came. 
<laughs> in the Dwarpa Yuga. He, got, he, he came, he descended. You're going to call him back? I mean, he doesn't come, but once in the day of Brahma, he's going to come again? How are you going to get him back? What kind of method will you use? How difficult will that be? The answer is, oh, it's very easy. Patram pushpam palam toyam yome bhakti prayachati tadaham bhakti uparitam masnami prayatatmadam Krishna abhatarite acharja pratigna kariya Krishna puja kari tulasi ganga jaldiya hmm? with tulsi leaves and ganga jal hmm? as described in Bhagavad Gita so we'll, we'll follow up with the discussion of this method hmm? Um, simple method for a very high thing to bring Krishna and 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 for him to bestow the highest possibility it's very easy that's the point very easy we'd think it would be very difficult but Gita says whether flower leaf, water worships me, that devotee pure in character and mind and body, I, I'm purchased by that. So we'll go into that in the next discussion. What is the time? Any question? All these uh, Vishnu's and the Chaturvyuha, all the expansions uh, in Baikunta and, and Goloka and so forth, are described in the Adi Leela in great detail there, in greater, in greater detail in the fifth chapter where this is the subject. The subject is the Prakash, of which Nityananda, Bala, Nityananda Ram is the prime example. And so, and he's the, he's the, he expands as Mul Sankarshan mm-hmm. for Leela, Dumatura, and Dwarka. Then expands again, it's described, for the, for, in Vaikuntha. Mm-hmm. And then, that Sankarshan of Vaikuntha manifests as Mahavishnu, and the Pradyum, Namiruda, other members of the, come as the other two Vishnus, is all described there in detail. It's all about the Paravyom. Hmm? And, and then something about also the beginning of Avatar Tattva as well, because the, the Vishnu, the Purusha Avatars, Mahavishnu, um, Chirakshay, Kabraksha, Vishnu, these are all also identified with the with the Chaturvira, but their manifestations in this world. So that's described in detail. Otherwise, it's listed, so to speak, in the Sanatana Siksha. Those type of avatars are mentioned, but not explained in detail. Does that help? Yeah, yeah. The actual question is, where else are these, um, all these visions described? Like, on, 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 on what does Krishna uh, Kala Dasan base this description? Like, why would the young ones know that no, the, the Chaturvyu is, is is quite well represented in Hinduism. Um, 
um, I'm not sure that what other texts it's found, but it's it's a this um, the view uh, the Vishnu, the three Vishnus, and so forth. And but it, it not so much about Golok, but about Vaikuntha, Saul and Ramanuja Sampradaya, Madhva Sampradaya, all these things. The Chaturvyuhas, uh, the Vyuha concept is is quite well known. These ex- expansions, and um, so that. Uh, you can find in their literature, and I'm not sure whether it may be Vishnu Purana, hmm? Padma Purana, um, um, which are the you know, ma- main books for Ramanuja Sampradaya. Um, there is a temple, there's a scholar who wrote a book about a temple in India in which the Bhagwat is, is kind of stone etched in the temple. The temple is made like Vaikuntha. There's quite an elaboration in, in that book. I forget the name of it now. On uh, the, the chapter view, and so it's not Gaudiya Sampradaya. It's in South India. Um, and that's based on Bhagavatam. So it's also it's there in Bhagavatam. The, the, the Vishnu expansions. Uh, now, what you have special, specially, is specialty of you know, the Gaudias is, 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 is Goloka. Hmm? Um, and so, you, know, you have Krishna, Balaram, and Mandava, and then Vasudev and Sankarshan, in Matura and Dwarka, Pradyananiruddha, Sandhya, and so on. But the Vyuha concept is. is um, Pervasive in Hindu bhakti. Another confusing point is that the Purusha avatars are all called Mahavishnu or kind of without distinction. Because as far as I remember, understand, Purusha Vishnu is the one who who appears at the various uh, avatars. Yeah, I mean they come from one to the other. So Mahavishnu is the original avatar. Through him comes the Garbhadaksha Vishnu. Through him comes the Shuradaksha Vishnu. Through him comes the different avatars in the world. Because he's in the world, but anyway, yeah. What else? Mahaprabhu's life, the public and private sphere are non-different. And um, I was wondering how how we should understand that in our own life. Maybe I'm thinking about it in a black and white way, but it feels like there are many things in our practice that are quite private. We have private uh, practice. You do your meditation. You don't meditate in public. Right, so it's not that everything you do in private you'll do in in public, but that in the the life that you're cultivating privately is cultivated in the public as well. Um, it's like Superman and Clark Kent. I mean, he can't be Superman everywhere, but but he's he's he is. Every now and then, maybe he does something, and has to give some other explanation of 
why it happened or something. I don't know. I'm not a, much of a follower of Superman, but I do know from kid from being a kid that he used to change in a phone booth and and, um, and so on. So he, he, I guess he, you know, he he was always Superman, although he couldn't act like Superman <laughs> when he, when. He, in ordinary circumstances, he had to go and hide and change his dress, but but still he was aware of what was going on. But lives weren't disconnected. In other words, the idea is that I can't be doing cultivating one thing in the public eye, material sense enjoyment, and cultivating uh, bhakti and renunciation in, in my private life, and expect it, the cultivation of the latter to be fruitful. Mm-hmm. So there's a way in which to be a devotee in the public. Obviously, it doesn't mean that you, you know, go up to everybody and say, Jari Krishna! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> especially in you know, Western culture, but um, you'd be a perfect gentleman, a perfect gentle woman. How do they say? Lady. Lady, lady, lady and a gentleman. Perfect lady, perfect gentleman, was Prabhupada's idea. Compassionate in heart, uh, act in such a way that people will meet you and want to know what you're about. Mm-hmm. Invite them home, cook for them, offer to the deity, and they'll never want to leave. That's the idea. This is what Prabhupada recommended how his householders should conduct themselves in the public. So, you're a devotee in 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 private life and a devotee in public public life, but it takes different different shapes. To some extent. Does that help? Yeah. All right. Well we'll stop there. Shri Chitana Charitamrita Kijai. Shri Shri Krishna Balaram Jiki Jai. Guru Vashtab Guru Parampara Kijai. Ikadasi Bhatta Kijai. Gaur Bhakti Brinda Ki Jai, Gaur Premanandi.